Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. For the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, of thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 97 The Lord is King. The earth may be yea, the multitude of the isles may be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his seat. There shall go a fire before him and burn up his enemies on every side. His lightnings gave shine unto the world. The earth saw it and was afraid. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. his glory confounded be all they that worship carved images and the delight in vain gods worship him all ye gods zion heard it and rejoiced and the daughters of judah were glad because of thy judgments o lord for thou lord art higher than all that are in the earth Thou art exalted far above all gods. O ye that love the Lord, see that ye hate the things which is evil. The Lord preserveth the souls of his saints. He shall deliver them from the hand of the ungodly. There is sprung up a light for the righteous, and joyful gladness for such as are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks for a remembrance of his holiness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth chapter of Isaiah. 
In the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the doors were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. The one of the seraphims flew to me, and having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go before us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel. He promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. It was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the first chapter of the book of Revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signed it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Greetings to the Seven Churches. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over all the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us, of our, from, washed us from our sins is his, in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn before him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the island that was called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. 
I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see, write in a book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I heard, uh, turned to see a voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven can golden lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to his feet, and girded about with a chest, the chest with a golden band. His hair and his head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like those like fine brass, as is refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, out of his mouth went a sharp two edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And then I saw when and when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his hand, right hand on me, saying to me, "Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the one who lives and who was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which I have, which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this." The mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands, and the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands, which you saw, are the seven churches. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Merciful Lord, we beseech thee to cast thy bright beams of light upon thy church, that it being illumined by the doctrine of thy blessed apostle and evangelist St. John, may so walk in the light of thy truth, that it may at length attain to life everlasting, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, and our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. This is uh, today we celebrate the feast of Saint John the Evangelist, and uh, Saint John the Evangelist was um, just the guy John from um, the New Testament. He was the one that Jesus loved. Um, was his nickname. Um, Jesus was very close with John. Uh, John had many blessings, um, and uh, John. One of the characteristic things about John is that he was the only follower of Jesus besides Mary, um, Magdalene, and the Blessed Virgin Mary to be present at Christ's crucifixion. So he, he actually was, was the only one that didn't abandon Jesus from the Last Supper um, and stayed with him through the death um, of, of our Lord. And... Um, he was also the only apostle that was spared a martyrdom. He didn't, he was not martyred um, or killed. Uh, he you know, presumably lived out uh, the residue of his life uh, in peace. And he wrote a lot of um, books of the, the Old or uh, the New Testament. Uh, he wrote the, the Gospel according to St. John, which gave him the title evangelist. There's four evangelists. They're the ones who wrote the Gospels, uh, John being the the fourth one. Um, it's the most different gospel. It's called the fourth gospel. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't follow the same pattern or have the same stories that um, the other three, we call the synoptic gospels, have. Um, John also wrote three epistles to kind of as a commentary for the gospel to kind of clear up any any um, miscommunication or other things that he would like to say that were um, extra to the gospel. And so he was writing to a particular community, they called the Johannine uh, community, um, that would have had access to St. John and his gospel and his different writings. And they have a very contemplative nature to them. So he's um, known as being a very contemplative um, guy where he is uh, contemplating the Lord and uh, kind of the the nature of God and, and things, and those, those find their way into the writings um, that he, he wrote. Uh, St. John also had um, a vision of heaven and spoke to um, the risen Lord from heaven and um, wrote that in the book called Revelation. And uh, the Greek for the book uh, Revelation is the Apocalypse. So some some countries, especially the United Kingdom, call it the Apocalypse of St. John. We call it the Revelation of St. John. The Revelation is the translation of the word Apocalypse. And so 
uh, what it does is it just is kind of revealing um, the certain reality of heaven as Jesus is Lord. And this is why we get the Isaiah passage, um, Isaiah chapter 6, where Isaiah um, is called to be a prophet. And he has, Isaiah has a uh, similar uh, view of heaven. He sees God on the throne. There are um, the four seraphims, the, the six swings, constantly saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. Uh, the whole earth is full of his glory. And uh, the, the reason why we're seeing this um, Old Testament passage is because both Isaiah and John had this vision of heaven and God in heaven. And both of men were, were afraid. They both had some fear because of the things that they saw. And God uh, comforted both of them. Um, we also get some, um, some key points in our, our liturgical worship from these two passages. Um, they both come from the points where uh, we have uh, what's called the Sersen Corda, where uh, the priest says, um, lift up your hearts, and we respond, we lift them up unto the Lord. Um, starting at this point, um, St. Saint, Saint John says in Revelation 1 that he was um, on Patmos in the spirit on the Lord's day, and he was elevated into heaven um, and got to see all of these heavenly visions. And so that's why we say, lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Uh, at that moment, we uh, ascend also into the presence of our Lord when we, um, we, we're in that part of the Mass. Um, another thing is that um, we have a, a, a Isaiah who confesses that he's a sinful man, and um, an angel takes a coal from the altar in heaven and places it on the mouth of Isaiah and says, your iniquity has been uh, taken away, your sin is purged. And uh, that's a similar thing that happens when we come to the altar to receive communion. Uh, we receive um, the body of Christ from the altar onto our lips, and its healing power um, preserves our, our body and soul to everlasting life as well. Um, and then obviously we have the holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts part, which is uh, what we say every every time we, we offer Mass to God. Um, so we have some very some liturgical things, and, and these are the realities that that, that liturgy kind of calls back to, is us going into the presence of God, which is a higher place in the Spirit of God on the day of the Lord. And what we receive there um, is comfort and everlasting life from God from his altar. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting is that John, St. John and Jesus were very close. Um, you know, St. John was called the one Jesus loved. Um, and when John gets to heaven, he almost doesn't recognize Jesus. He's afraid, and uh, Jesus has to identify himself to John and say, you know, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. And he gives kind of his credentials. I'm the one, you know, who lives. I'm the one who holds the keys to Hades and death. Um, and uh, Jesus actually touched John with his right hand. Uh, as he said this to comfort him. And I thought that was interesting. It was not 
simply just a vision that John received. He actually was touched by God when he went into heaven, which is not something that has happened um, before in these heavenly visions where um, you know, Moses asks to see the glory of God. You have Isaiah seeing God. Ezekiel sees um, an image of God, and, and John sees God. And, and in this in this case, the risen Lord. On you know, we get a description of his resurrected body, and he actually reaches out to touch John and to comfort him. And um, that shows kind of our um, our future in heaven is that um, the Lord would, would presumably reach out to touch us as well, to comfort us and to uh, wipe away every tear uh, from our eyes when we finally get to meet him face to face. So a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. We'll continue evening prayer with the um, with, with the prayer of uh, the litany for the church and evangelism. Offer this need for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God. Um, in thanksgiving for Christmas and the joy and grace and peace we get from this season, we ask that we would experience God with us in a new way this season. And we also ask that God would be with all the prayers and intentions of those who are present and that God would open up new mission opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and other communities our diocese is working with. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States. All things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. In patience and their sufferings and happy issue of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanders, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit. Amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
Your sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost. Part thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and upon the parishes and communities our diocese is working with. And grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have um, a Merry Christmas and a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon and Andrew. Yeah, thank, thank you. Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Third Day. <laughs> <laughs>